Welcome to Board Game Binge, the place where we bring you bite-sized, bingeable board game content from across the industry. I'm your host, James Staley, and in this episode, we're chatting with Randy and Ellen Kirby of We Game Together, a popular YouTube channel focused on their love of board games. Their videos are filled with live plays, posts on what they're currently playing, unboxings, and other shenanigans. Randy, Ellen, welcome to the event. How are you doing? Uh, we're doing great. Doing well, awesome. Well, I'll speak for right. myself. I'm doing great. How are you doing? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm doing okay. <laughs> we, we, we started talking about LASIK right before we started this. I had LASIK <laughs> surgery three days ago. So I'm doing wonderfully as a human, but my eyes, not so much. <laughs> are your eyes <laughs> aching? Like, I, I know people that have gone through this, and it is yeah. uh, it is traumatic because I guess the best analogy Can I tell I you? Use- yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Tell me. <laughs> I love that you use the word traumatic because when I got in the car, like he was waiting in the parking lot to pick me up and it's a 10 minute thing. You are in, they suck your eyeballs out or do whatever they do. I don't know what they do. Yeah. And then you're out and they're like, have a great life basically. And I'm just like, what just happened? So I got in the car and sat down and like, I started kind of crying right away. Cause I'm like, what, what was that? Yeah. It was the scariest thing hands on I've ever done. And traumatizing is the word that comes to mind it's two things on this one is it's not like the dentist where if they mess up you still got like dozens mm-hmm. of other teeth right like it, <laughs> you, you've got teeth. two eyeballs <laughs> right so right. they mess up and if they do them both at the same time that's where mm-hmm. it gets pretty scary um yeah you know i i know that the actual procedure is kind of like those old credit card machines where they you know you mm-hmm. swipe the credit card back and forth i hear that's kind of what yeah. they do with your eyeball to, to slice that flat back Pop with the, glad the laser. I'm, I'm glad I know this now instead of when I was laying on the table. I, I was very aware of like, because you can't, they don't put you under. Like you are super duper wide awake. Oh yeah. And in crazy. fact, in the middle of the procedure, you stand up and you walk to another table, like while your eye flap is like open and waving <laughs> to the world. And then you lay down and the laser's like, and it's funny you bring up the dentist because he's like, it's just like being at the dentist, getting your teeth cleaned. I'm like, dude, it is nothing like that. I was, I was freaking out but i, I actually it. know I somebody it. who had they 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 set it too shallow and they actually skinned uh the layer off the eyeball oh uh, so yeah he had like the ray okay. charles glasses okay. on and uh so i said hey what happened did you have you had the surgery and he goes he goes yeah i go oh how's your vision and he goes it's not good i have to wait like six months for my eyes to heal because they, oh. they literally like they they went too shallow and they just literally shaved the layer of my eyeballs off it took a long time for oh it to heal before he could try it again. So not to yeah. scare anybody. Trust me, it's great. <laughs> My number one question, because I had a checkup this morning, actually, and everything checked out great. I have 20-20 vision. There's still like kind of a haze on things. Yeah. But other other than that, like everything looks great. But My first question was, do I have to have a touch-up anytime soon? And they're like, no, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Because oh, I yeah. guess the touch-up is like kind of the same deal where they got to reopen that flap and go in. So I'm just like, oh, please. Yikes. No, but so far so good. And I'm happy. Gonna be like, better than uh, Randy's, I guess. And now, eh? oh yeah, we were driving, and he's like, "Can you read that sign over there?" I said, "Yeah, <laughs> can you?" And he's like, "Not really." I'm like, "Whoa!" No, no, I, I could read it, but it was like a little. I like, couldn't believe so it. I, growing up, most of most of my life, I've had 2010 vision, which is like better than 2020. Yeah. And now I'm kind of. I think I'm. I haven't had a vision exam for a while. Um, but I think I'm more closer to actually 2020 again, because like, I look at stuff that's far away and I can read it, but like, there is a slight amount of like fuzziness around some of the, some of those straight line letters and things. Welcome to my life, my whole life. Yeah. I mean, I can see perfectly, (laughs) perfectly fine still, but yeah, it's it's interesting. It's It's a crazy, (laughs) it's a crazy procedure. And, um, 
I'm thankful for it that I got to be able to do it. My eyes are really tender right now and I've yeah. been editing all day. So like that dryness, you know what I'm talking about when you're looking at a dang screen all day and you're like, yep. oh, I can't. So that's where I'm at right now as I'm looking at the screen. Well, I appreciate you, uh, you know, absolutely. putting yourself through the torture of actually having to stare at a screen here oh, for this, uh, for this half hour. Absolutely. Anything really for you. Anything I, for you. Oh, thank you. I've been waiting to get you guys on this podcast for a while. Uh, we've known each other, I guess, oh. now for about, what, six months. As when I first yeah. contacted you guys uh, on a game I was working on, we're going to get into that yes. in a little bit. Uh, for people who don't know who you are, um, can you tell every, everybody just a little bit about yourselves? Like you're, you're a husband and wife, you, you've got a, a fairly large family. Tell us a little bit about who you guys are as people. Sure. Uh, yeah, we have four kids. Uh, we've <laughs> been married months. for 13 years now. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been great. We've had kids pretty much right out of being married, pretty much, uh, yeah. you know, within a year. Um, so we're kind of banking on doing our relaxing <laughs> in our older and our elder years of life than, than a lot of people do when they're in their 20s There's and early need. 30s. We can get our kids out as soon as we can, basically. Yeah. So they'll be out of the house much sooner than a lot of people. And then we'll start our, <laughs> start our new lives after they we'll all see, we'll see. leave the nest. And what's your day um, jobs? Like, what do you guys do for, for a living outside of, uh, you know, board game content creation? So I'm a, um, I'm a materials manager at a industrial shredding equipment manufacturing company. Say that three times fast. <laughs> but basically we make a bunch of equipment that helps break down and recycle boxes and, oh, cool. and corrugated containers and things on the box making side and like the other side, say like the distribution centers from like Walmart and Dillard's and Skechers. And so we have a lot of shredders and a lot of the um, very big box stores and things in their distribution centers. And then we also have them on the other side for like Kimberly Clark, International Paper, all the big, you know, tissue and, and paper, paper <laughs> manufacturers. You, you look on any cup, you look on any roll of toilet paper or yeah. paper towels in any of your bathrooms across the world. <laughs> And we probably have a, sh- a, a machine or two in, in, any, in any of those manufacturers. So now anytime any you're companies. using the restroom, you can think of Randy. How's that? <laughs> there you go. That's, That's a my, good analogy. That's a good little link. I like that. Never That's the money make, right? uh, yeah. So that, that's the money making job, and then we do a few other things that make a little bit of money on the we're, side. We're photographers <laughs> as well, so we photograph anything from you know newborn shoots, um, senior photos, uh, family weddings. I'm actually in the middle of a wedding that I'm editing currently, so we do that. And uh, otherwise, I'm a mother of four beautiful children. Our youngest is autistic, and so he, there's a lot of therapy sure. in the house all day every day yep. like, <laughs> um, like six hours a day five days a week it's a lot um it's but he's yeah. he's just incredible and just I'm, i've been amazed at his journey he's just learning so much and the therapy's been like huge so it's it's there's a lot going on at all times in our yeah, house it sounds like yes. a busy household and how did you guys get into yeah. photography is this something that's been a passion your whole life or um for me yes um i started on my dad's um you know uh 55 millimeter, you know, camera lens, cameras, you know, film and everything. Yeah. Um, the camera that he actually bought when he was stationed in Okinawa during Vietnam. And um, so I kind of used that most of my life kind of growing up, you know, since I've been like 10, 12-ish and yeah. digital started hitting around 16 or so. So I kind of bought my first little digital camera, which was a point and shoot at the time because there was not a lot of options back then. Sure. And it was like, a, I want to say it was a 3.2 megapixel, I think it was, which is <laughs> one of the biggest 
One, one of the highest one of megapixel counts you can get at the one time. Of the best cameras at the time. Which is kind of a crazy thing to think of. Um, and and I just had it as a hobby a long time. Ellen never really I, wanted to get no, in on the uh, no. business side or anything. I was a thousand percent not into this <laughs> at all. But one, you know, when Randy goes into a hobby, he goes big. Like he gets yeah. into the hobby. So he ended up. He, we ended up buying all these different things: cameras, lenses, I had, lighting. I had way too much money into photography, and yeah. I was not making a dime. And on then it. he's like, "Maybe we should like <laughs> use this to like make money." So literally, that's how we got started. I didn't know anything about cameras when we first started our photography business. So sorry, first couple of clients. Oh, it's all fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're they're fine, but yeah, it was it was very much a like learn quickly kind of thing for me with that because it, it's not like a hobby that I love to do, but now yeah. it's like how we pay some bills, so and it works. It's great. I can edit while he's at work, and yeah. I think anytime you can make money off of a passion too, I mean that's yeah. that's a sweet spot, mm -hmm. right? I think that's what everybody right. kind of aspires to do is you have kind of you know there's jobbies oh. where you're. Your, your work and not making any money. And then there's, there's hobbies that actually pay. And, yeah. and, and those are kind of yeah. the, the ones I think we all want. And we use our, you know, equipment for our board gaming stuff too. Like we'll yeah. use the camera to record, you yeah. know, the video that we made for you, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. So it's perfect. And now I noticed that some of your videos, there's like you're singing, right? I think even in your very first video, which was, I think in August, 8th 2018 or something like that uh oh gosh i didn't yeah, know that it was that, that far back at least on this channel i know we'll talk about dice tower okay yeah um sure. but um so are we do you have like a background in music or anything? like because yeah, you play guitar so, very well and you can sing very well so there's well, some thank kind you of, i appreciate yeah. that there is some kind of thing so I, my mom is very musical she's okay. um southern and she's really into like bluegrass and country yeah. and all that so my mom and I actually we play bluegrass music together a lot. So we've actually done a couple gigs. We go to like jams that are monthly in our area. And it's just a ton of people who come around and you bring your instrument. And if you're good or bad, it doesn't matter. You sit down and you play. Yeah. Um, and then I have a background too in singing and leading on a worship team um, for my <clears throat> parents' church that I grew up in. So sure. always singing since I was a very young child, always playing some kind of instrument. My mom's like, here, play this, sing this song. I'm like, I don't know how she's like, you do now. So it's, it's very much like well, music you, all the time. You can tell too, that there's a comfort level there in, in performing in front of people. Right. Cause I know a lot of people that can either play the guitar or maybe they can sing, yeah. but there's a big difference between that and doing it on camera. Yeah. Right. And putting yourself I, out there. Yeah. Absolutely. It's uh, I think it's just, being on a stage on a worship team and just singing up there. But that's not to say that I don't get nervous. Like if I had to sing live, oh man, I would be very nervous. But it, I think it's always like, cause I've sang for weddings. I've sang for funerals. I've sang for so many things. Yeah. And once I start like open my mouth and start singing, then I get really comfortable. It's those like moments leading up. So, but it's well, fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I hear from a lot of people that uh, they have those nerves. They kind of use those to kind of like almost feel yeah. them, right? It helps them kind Absolutely. of uh, almost push yep. them you forward. Channel so. it. Yeah. Channel it, baby. How'd you guys get into <laughs> board games in general? Like, is board games always been part of your lives or is this something that's kind of coming um, along later on? Or We definitely, I definitely came from like a pretty pretty heavy board game family. I mean, we didn't play like games like all the time necessarily, but yeah. Um, and a lot of siblings we or? played uh no not really i have two half i have a half brother and a half sister that are both about 10 11 years older than i am okay. but my parents would play and then my mom always enjoyed board games she played board games growing up and things and she actually had some games from when she was younger you know a lot of obviously a lot of the typical stuff monopoly and things like that but uh we also had some more like 
if you can have like a higher end of of mass market games we we did have a few of those like careers or stock market um some of the games that actually did take some thinking did have some like card play for like moving ahead certain amount of spaces that wasn't just based off of all dice rolling and complete luck mm-hmm. so not that they were like any kind of blockbuster games or anything but they were they were fun and i played them a lot and and then you know we didn't play like anything together for the longest time mm-hmm. and i came across dice tower because i was looking for board games and i knew that i enjoyed them and then i found the hobby market you know like yeah. so many other people before us <laughs> and uh, i probably bought i don't know 40 or 50 games by the time i finally found one that ellen would want to consistently play with me with yeah that was i hard. kept trying different genres i kept trying different <laughs> you know, like co-ops and, and all these different styles, easier games, a little bit harder games. And I just could not find anything that clicked. And then finally castles of Burgundy. Yeah. Randy had me like research. He's like, please just any, I'll I'll play anything you want to play. He's like, just find something. So I didn't know what I was looking for. I didn't even know what different mechanics were like, what, what am I even looking for? So literally I saw castles of Burgundy and I'm like, I love the color Burgundy. I love castles. Let's do this. So I right. bought it and it's not the region up... <laughs> of Burgundy, mind you, the color of Burgundy. <laughs> the color of Burgundy. Though I would like to go to Burgundy as well. Um, so that and that just took off. And like, and it's weird because it that's not really like a new gamer type game. There's a there's a lot of combos and thinking and different. Yeah. It's definitely not of, an entry game, no. No, yeah. So for whatever reason, that one just totally I, I absolutely love it. It's my absolute and that was probably game. one of our first like true Euro games. Mm-hmm. Like like kind of pure euros which is always kind of what i wanted to gravitate towards but i never thought i'm like well ellen doesn't really like any of these other games that we've played i'm like there's no way she's gonna like uh you know a heavier midweight kind of euro and i didn't know that much about games or anything either but i knew that it was not like an easy game to play yeah um and that's the one that she liked and then we've we bought a few more kind of euro yeah. games after that and that's like what she really enjoyed i'm like perfect this yeah is great. part of the reason i it took me so long to get into the hobby is because i'm i'm oh my gosh james i'm really really competitive <laughs> and there was there was crying and there was <laughs> board flipping table throwing yeah like that. it was not pretty it was not uh, pretty and there's so, a couple of times where she, where along the way she's like we just can't play games together. yeah it's like it's not gonna be like, good for us i'm like for come our on no, i'm like you can't do that <laughs> yeah come on babe so actually like on our honeymoon we played foosball and he beat me by one point it was such a luck shot yeah how many points do you need to win <laughs> how many one extra more points than the do you other need to win? one so he beat me uh, uh on our honeymoon at foosball and at that moment i was like we can never play games <laughs> because this is not going to be healthy and that's what took me so long to get into it i actually went on to a board game group on facebook and i i left it i quit the group i left it and i was fully intending to leave to leave dice tower too and just not do it and because i was thinking that it was like kind of a healthier thing to be like well i'll support your hobby but i'm not going to join you and then look at us we're on this board game interview years later so sometimes (laughs) i think it's just find the right game too right like yeah um oh, yeah. i'm like this with my wife i'm like this with my siblings as well where um is is as soon as we sit down at the table it's kind of like that's where the friendship ends yeah <laughs> oh the, yeah and the game begins right and uh if i can attack anybody at the table it's going to be randy oh yeah oh, I'm, I'm target number one every time we play but <laughs> it, it's trying to find those games that uh that you can kind of walk away from the table and everybody's still smiling yeah right <laughs> that's yep. kind yep. of the uh absolutely the spot. 
I find that that happens more when we have others join us for game night. <laughs> That's all right. More people, the better. I'm just a baby. But it was cool because I reached out to the Dice Tower community. I'm like, does anybody else have this like major problem where when you lose, you you legitimately get mad? Like you're just mad. And a ton of people responded like so positively. And they're like, yes, absolutely. And this is totally like a spouse thing or a partner thing. Like it's a it's a real thing. And I was amazed at how many people were like supportive of my fit throwing. And it felt kind of nice. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's, I joined a, a board game meetup group, the new market board gamer show to them. They're an awesome group. And part of that was for me to be able to learn other games other than the ones I don't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I get a chance to experiment with different games and, and, and kind of socialize with others. But what I found for me is when you're playing with strangers, mm-hmm. you seem to be on your best behavior. All right. Oh, yeah. So you're, you're and, and I found the games were actually more enjoyable um, because I'm not necessarily, I'm playing to socialize. I'm not playing necessarily to win. Yeah. And, Amen. and, uh, yep. you know, so that would be a little tip I'd have to anybody out there that's, that's like us, <laughs> they might yeah. be hyper competitive <laughs> and, uh, things can maybe, uh, go Great a little advice. far when you're playing with family, yeah. um, join a, a meetup group, join a board game group with a bunch of people that, uh, that are strangers and, uh, mm. you will be amazed at, uh, how different of a play it is. Uh, when you're playing with a group like that excellent advice and 100 percent true yeah, yeah. yeah. how'd you guys get into the so the dice tower how's that then transition into because you guys are doing videos for for dice yeah. Tower for a while, right? yeah. <clears throat> yeah well it started out where uh we would just post what we were playing onto the dice tower facebook group that's where it all started yeah and i would make the picture selfies so like our faces would be in it hey we're smiling here's our game <laughs> in our face and like a ton of people thought that was like the stupidest thing and like they didn't really like make fun of me, but they were definitely like, you know, less face, more game. And I said, you know what, when I'm scrolling through the dice tower, like it, or any board game group, I like to see like the room they're playing in. I like to see the people smiling. I like to see the laughing and the snacks that you have at the table. Like it's just, yeah. it makes it feel like you can relate to that situation. And it's just fun to see that. And so I was very intentional about like, I want us to be in the picture smiling. So it started out where I kind of got made fun of for doing that. But then after a while, I noticed other people started posting selfies and then they were like, what are the Kirby's playing? What are you playing this week? What, how, what do you think of this? And I'm like, why do people care what the heck we think of this game? <laughs> so it's, I don't know why it just took off in the dice tower that people really were interested in what we were playing. And so people were like, you need to start making videos. And so that's yeah, so we did, how we, you know, we just started like most people would on the, which most people that submit stuff to the dice are yeah. on their board game breakfast segment. Yep. So we did a, we did a segment for that, which is kind of chit chatted about games, the kind of the lame, same old stuff that everybody else does. But yeah. I, you know, I think we were, we're fairly charismatic, I think. And, and, yeah. you know, we're usually smiling and we had decent usually. equipment and things like that. So kind of right off the bat kind of went over fairly well with people just because it was kind of, you know, worked fairly well yeah. right off the and bat. And you were exceptional at explaining games too. Like I, it took me, I actually thought I was such a fraud for the longest time. Cause I'm like, I, mm-hmm. I play a ton of games, but like, I cannot articulate to you how to play this game. I don't know who the heck the publisher is who designed that. I don't know. How the heck am I supposed to know that? I don't barely know my kids' names today. So, you know, I felt like such a cheapskate being like, I don't really know what I'm talking about, but here's a fun game. But, you know, but then Randy really swoops in then and he's able to like, this is the mechanic. This is how long it should take with this many people. This is what we like about it. This is what the expansion does for it. So I feel like you've really been like a good mouthpiece. You know, we quickly found that like doing full reviews is not 
our cup of tea. <laughs> we, we don't yeah. enjoy doing them very much. And I think there's people that are much better than we are at it oh, anyways. You know, can we get to a point where I'm really satisfied with, with a full review that we're doing? Mm. I'm, yes, I, I'm fully confident that we could, but oh, it's, yeah. it's like a chore. So we started doing live plays quite some time ago. And that's kind of um, kind of the direction that we started heading. And, um, you know, in the future is probably what we'll keep doing more and more and more of is, mm-hmm. is some of the live plays and things and just live chats and things. Cause that's, that's what we like most about the hobby. Even yeah. like we love playing games and stuff, but yeah. interacting with people and talking with oh, people and chatting with people, people, that's our favorite part of the hobby in general. Yeah. So Monday nights, like when we play our live plays, I just can't wait to see what everyone's been up to all week and chat. Sometimes Randy's like, babe, it's your turn. And I'm like, I'm talking to the people, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. You'll see that our live plays don't correctly reflect the the no. proper game length of most of the games we play we like to talk <laughs> usually goes much longer <laughs> so with your channel the the we game together right so you you, you yeah. created this back in i think it was as i said it was august of 2018 so it's been Sounds going now right, for yeah. almost three years uh you guys are over three thousand subscribers now which is uh, amazing yeah. Uh, from what I've seen and a lot of the content creators I've talked to in this industry, that's usually when you see the hockey stick kind of kick in. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it really accelerates. So you guys are well on your way. When I look at kind of the evolution uh, of, of your channel, when you guys, start, like, can you talk a little bit about, you know, how you started it? Like, you know, some of maybe the trials, tribulations went through at the beginning to kind of where it is now, which is like super polished and super slick looking. Oh, and, thank and you. Um, yeah, so I mean, we have, you know, a photography background, so I think that helped in general. Um, but yeah, we started in our kitchen and mm-hmm. at our kitchen table. And I think we had, yeah, we had our old, we even had an old kitchen table that was like hodgepodge together to make a gaming area. It was cute though. And then my first thing to get into it was we bought a bunch of C920 Logitech webcams. <laughs> Okay. And I bought like three of them and they're like 50, 60 bucks a pop. Yeah. And they're, they're fine. Sure. You know, they're, they're fine. Um, you don't get the detail of the boards very well and it, they're passable, mm-hmm. you know? So we, I hooked up like this, um, boom stand that we actually, um, used to have on the floor, but like every time you move, the super oh my gosh. Shakes, when the course. kids would walk past, literally yeah. the camera was like, gung, 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 and it would just start and moving it, up and down. I don't think we ever had a time where like the quality was just like terrible or anything, yeah. but you know, it's definitely not what we wanted, you know, and I'm mm. super picky about that. And, um, it bothers me maybe more than it bothered other people. Cause yeah. you know, you definitely get some yes. leeway when you're fairly new with, with your equipment and things like that. But I just couldn't stand it. At one point we had a camera clamped to like a wall in our house. Yeah. So that it would be off the floor. <laughs> so it would be so off the floor. And so there was, there, there was like huge chunks taken out of this part of the wall all the way up it, where yeah. it would clamp on. So we had to like repair the wall. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we started in our kitchen and it's, it's interesting. Just the other day I was looking back at like our new, our first videos and I'm like, dang, that looks bad. Um, And the other thing too, is I'm not a shy person, period. Like I can talk to anybody at any time for about anything, but um, man, in the beginning though, our videos, I could just, I wasn't used (laughs) to that. And I could tell my personality was not there. So it's really fun. Here we are later. And now we're down. Yeah. We have the studio and he's been able to geek out down here and like do the lighting the way that he wants. And, yeah. and I just feel more comfortable and like myself. Yeah, I mean, and, we've upgraded equipment along the ways and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And honestly, you know, and, and you'll probably hear this from most people. Audio is kind of 
the the biggest thing right away if yeah. you have crappy audio yeah. it's just hard to watch it's yeah. one thing to like kind of deal with fuzzy screens and stuff because some people are just kind of watching it out of the corner of their eye anyway or they're watching it on a phone and things yeah. where like pristine video quality is not like the end all be all mm -hmm. of of the videos it's really audio is is your best so we i found a couple of cheap but really good lav mics and we connected those um oh, to so you guys actually do lav mics okay gotcha nice we had them with lav mics and and now we have like this little rig Shotgun above us mic here or? it's like a this is a an xy stereo pair i have no idea what that means so like it's, boom it's, mic kind of thing, yeah. it's two mics that are like this it's two like basically instrument type mics yep and um and they're in a pair at a 90 degree angle so it gets to spread across the both of us but the audio hits both mics at the exact same time so you don't get any weird like delays across the that was weird figuring the winds it out and for a while yeah and this is the one that's been working best for us and since we have it downstairs i could set it up and i don't have to worry about dragging cords mm. in and out every time and that was the, oh my gosh bringing this the gaming studio from upstairs to down here was huge like that literally yeah. changed everything because we were we'd have to set everything up and drag the ropes or not, they're not ropes they're cords <laughs> across the room or stretching over the staircase you know, and it just, just got tiring crazy. after a while. Yeah. So like, you know, sometimes we'd be like, it, it would take us, you know, a good half hour, you know, to set everything up. And if yeah. something yeah, didn't exactly. go right, that was on top of that basic, you know, you had yeah. your base half hour because you yeah. had to set everything up. If you had any issues beyond that, that was a whole nother <laughs> 15, 20, 30 minutes. So yeah. we'd be doing this at like an hour plus ahead of time. And some nights you're just like, no, this is just not. Yeah. So we knew we needed it. a studio area to like just flick a light on and go. You know, and you guys just, just sit down. You guys renoed the whole basement, I think. Wasn't I see on Facebook? Yeah. Like you did a big well, eventually we eventually we did. We we did just this area that we're kind of sitting in, and then we yeah. have like um, a theater kind of behind the camera over there, yeah. and we have you know some other things in the basement, obviously like the a work room area yeah. and stuff. Um and so this was renoed, this little section was renoed much longer, much before the rest of it was. And we okay, just gotcha. finished the rest of it. Not that was quite ago. a thing because we just started with like, let's just get this wall pretty. And then all of a sudden, like, we found mold. And so I'm like, oh, yeah. yay. It was, <laughs> it was localized, fortunately. It was in, our in kids kicked off the um, shoots outside that drained the water away from the house. So the and water was really just like tumbling down into the years. foundation. For, and I didn't yeah. know. Like, I, I don't oh, know. God. So we found localized mold. We were able to, to gut it. But then here we are now, what? A year, two years later, and like we just did everything. Yeah, and we finally did. Then we ran out our bathroom, and now we're gonna rip out carpet. Like we're yeah, we're DIY beasts me. right now. Don't me. <laughs> I don't think people necessarily realize sometimes when they watch content the amount of work that goes into it, right? Like I think yeah. some yeah. people would say, "Oh, well, you just throw a camera up and put a light behind you, and you're fine." But I mean, yeah, even when you're talking about the the audio <laughs> as an example, I can think of times when you know I, I've I've finished a live video found out that you know my my podcast mic wasn't actually connected and it was pulling the the mic from my mm. monitor which is just like like yeah. the worst possible sound ever and i would just whack the yeah. video because i'd say you know no one's going to listen yeah. to this so i have to either right. redub yeah. it or, or find some way to fix it so i've even re-recorded i've done interviews sometimes twice or i've called the person back saying, oh, sure. oh wow so sorry yeah. that but the technology <sighs> is just messed up so bad that i don't want to do a disservice to you can we redo the interview and uh, when that's happening <sighs> people are really gracious about it but yeah, I can, oh, yeah. yeah i'm surprised totally at how i'm surprised at how many people are gracious when things go wrong and because you always yeah. get this the more or less silent majority that really just rips you to shred anytime anything goes wrong. Yeah. And you're like, 
<laughs> that's usually viewers i find though i find people yeah. in yeah. the industry are are, are very generous very generous with absolutely their time. uh they're oh. very generous with advice uh like i have yet to reach out to uh, a content creator or even a publisher to ask for advice on either a game we're working on or or some of the content we're creating mm-hmm. uh where, where they haven't uh you know volunteered more than enough information it, it's been it's been really wonderful it's usually yeah. the trolls that are the people just sitting, you know, they don't know, they don't know how hard it is and, and, and not necessarily appreciating <laughs> how, how hard it is on that note. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I do want to give you guys, uh, props for the video you did on nutty squirrels of the Oakwood forest. So we had well, hired you guys to do a preview video. And I would say that that was probably my, my favorite video that was done of all the videos. It was, oh, oh, so well done. I, and I'm serious. It was so well done that I remember, uh, my, my partner here in the office were watching it and, uh-huh. He's like, there's no way you could have done that. <laughs> I'm like, there's not a chance that any of our content on this game would look even close to what you guys, what your That's stuff looks so like. So funny. Yeah, Aww, you guys cool. did amazing. Oh, we appreciate that. We had Thank fun you. making it. That's a cute little game. Yeah, um, we enjoyed that one. That's, that's it's it was adorable. Good. I I loved it. I had so much fun making it, and I just crack up like. The, you're the, I'm so glad you like the finished product because we would be trying to say our lines and then I would just completely say something that's not there. Like I yeah. just, you know, would mess up and I'm like, ah, start it again. So in between the clips that you got, there's like me yelling and yeah. <laughs> well, I think it speaks to, and what you were saying earlier on in this, Ellen, you we were saying, you know, Randy is, is, is got a kind of a, a talent for being able to explain games very well. Absolutely. You guys were yep. able to take our instructions, read them, and then in your own words, explain how the game worked and you were able to break it down into kind of its, mm-hmm. its core components in a way that we hadn't even thought to kind of approach it, which I thought was a testament to That's awesome. you know, not only your ability to create good content, but, but understand the material, right? Understand the source material, which I thought was, uh, was that's very awesome. kind. Thank you. Yeah. Randy, Randy's nice. got, you have such a knack for that. Uh, Babe. Good job. Don't talk about me anymore. <laughs> so, too modest. So, so now that you guys have kind of found your, your niche, you, you, you've got your look, everything is now kind of set. Um, mm-hmm. you, you, you can, you can tell now, uh, how relaxed you guys are in your videos. Like, it, I mean, you guys have really hit your stride where do you go from here? Like where, where do you see we game together evolving? Is that going to evolve into uh, other types of platforms? Are you guys going to get into game creation at some point or kind of what are your thoughts on kind of what the future has? To I'm, I'm actually interested in uh, <clears throat> Randy's answer here. Cause I literally <laughs> don't know. <laughs> um, honestly, our, our biggest struggle right now is, is getting back into the groove on a regular basis. I mean, yeah. we still do, yeah our live place almost every Monday mm-hmm. and that we've, we've skipped quite a few in recent times because of all the renos that we've been doing and things and, and whatever, but um, getting stuff consistently on the schedule and stuff is, is what we're working on next. And basically I have quite a few ideas of things I want to do. Like I said, in the um, live atmosphere and a lot of that's going to be playing games. Um, we thought about actually doing a live kind of podcast like you're doing. That's that's yeah. one thing that's definitely been um, something that we've considered doing and then kind of reposting it on an actual podcast form and yep. and things. Um, and top tens. I really enjoy doing top tens. Mm-hmm. And those are always popular when we do them, but we've only done like, I want to say two. They always three. are like our most watched videos, but like we never do them. I know. And that's, that's one of those things. So we do. We, we just we have all these ideas but unless so i get ideas. them on a calendar in a schedule 
they're never going to come to fruition. And here's the thing, it's not because like the passion isn't there. Like we have so much fun doing this and it's really right. like bonded us uniquely too. And just a whole nother level of our just relationship. It's just been so fun. Um, but it's literally just, you know, and excuses, excuses, everybody's busy, but just the four kids and, and the renovations. And now, and now, you know, my youngest got his diagnosis for autism just a year ago. So we're dealing yeah. with trying to figure out, you know, therapy. And so it's, it's a lot, but I think, love, 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 love anything live because I love to talk to people. I love to interact with chat and, yep. and build this rapport with these people who follow you because they're following you because, and that's cool. That's just yeah. very humbling and exciting. Um, so I genuinely love to hear back from people, but I think Randy should start doing, and I haven't even told him this. So here's my idea, babe. Ready? <laughs> oh boy. Um, I think you should really start getting into like game explanations more, not necessarily reviews, but yeah. you are so articulate and good with, I mean, just like James was saying with the, the nutty squirrels and our friend earlier was saying it today is that you're really good at articulating, breaking down a rule book and explaining it. So I feel like you'd be really good at that. Maybe, maybe we will do that too. <laughs> <laughs> Lots as far of ideas. as like game design or anything, I, it's kind of funny. Like I've never had a desire to do anything like that ever. And I don't think I ever will, to be honest with you. Um, and I don't know <laughs> why so it's kind of one of those things like I don't know why I think I would probably enjoy it if I really tried to get into it but I just yeah. have I have no like initial desire to make we just want to play the games you know the sandbox that you want to play in uh as long <laughs> as you you know are the best at that at that uh at that sandbox that's fine right if you yeah. guys want to yeah. create content right. and play other people's games that's mm -hmm. awesome. Certainly this uh, channel is well on its way to uh, some pretty uh, big numbers. You guys do amazing content. Um, if Thank there you. is any uh, publishers, uh, for instance, that want to reach out to you uh, for some of your amazing uh, preview videos, how best would they do that? Uh, yeah. So our, um, we game together uh, or we board game together at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. uh, that's our main email that we use all of our communications with. Otherwise, if you just want to see some of our content and things in general, uh, most of our stuff's on YouTube. We do stuff on Twitch and things, but it's yep. really simulcast with uh, YouTube. So YouTube's always kind of been our main platform um, and we're on Instagram quite a bit. So yeah, we have people contact us on Instagram. Yeah, we have a lot of people lot. contact us um, through our Facebook channel, um, our Facebook page, uh, or actually even more so, most of our communication honestly comes through Instagram, the messaging mm -hmm. system on Instagram. Yep. Um, so any one of those things, and and we're very responsive to whichever <laughs> whichever media uh, people prefer to use. We will we'll catch you there for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, a couple of people in the lobby. We have uh, nerd shelves uh, saying uh, nerd yeah. shelves. stalking you guys relentlessly. We so. know the nerd right. shelves. Wonderful people. They have yeah, a channel they're, too. They're they're uh, nice enough to be regulars on our oh, yeah. uh, on our live plays That's on great. Mondays. Yeah. And Mike Brunner uh, said a thank you for the. He said he did a great video on Queen Bee. Uh, prior to his oh, game. Oh, was a great yeah. game too. Yeah, great. Uh, so like he, you, was he was actually asking if uh, if one of those uh, machines that you sell could be found at Dunderlifflin, <laughs> but I think that would probably be the Saber brand. So maybe if, not. If, Saber, yeah, that's right. So most Sabre, of our stuff maybe. is in the, I love that. Most of our stuff is in the corrugated <laughs> industry. Gotta watch it again. Uh, not the paper industry. Uh, paper shredders are completely different than corrugated. I shredders. think one of my brothers actually, they like make the cardboard, like the company he works at, and then my husband's company shreds it. So yeah, I so they're um, like, yeah, he works for we West Rock. It, we shred it. And West Rock is one of the bigger um, <laughs> box manufacturers out there. 
but we do like cartons and things like that so like you know your ed's ice cream like you know it's it's funny the amount of samples that we get to shred like we'll do like shred tests um, basically just to go (laughs) just to see how they come through the machine and you know if it's going to make it small enough for their system and stuff so just over the years they've gotten like oakley sunglasses they've gotten f-150 hoods um like just the amount of yeah there's all sorts of weird things i'm just finding this out now and we'll get like you know, they'll send us like a, a box, like a pallet full of like um, flattened um, cup stock, like for like drinking cups, like Dixie cups. Yeah. Like so, a solo, solo cup is one of our bigger um, customers as well. So they send us an entire pallet full and we shred like this much of it, you know? So we have like this six foot pallet. It's got, we've got like three inches of stuff. And then we have all this cup stock. It's like tens of thousands of dollars worth of constructed cups. And we're like, what are we going to do with this? Like, you know? Wow. We turn I into a board game. Toss. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's an idea. It's perfect. I'm like, what yeah, I'll take my, take my glue gun and then I can I can make a cup. <laughs> so as Ellen says, uh, next time we're in the bathroom, we'll think of Randy and uh, his right. machines yeah. and his shredding. There you go. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for your time. I wish you all the best this coming year. I can't thank wait you. to see the, the content uh, still to come. I wish you all the best. You take thank care. You. Thank you. Cheers. This has been an episode of the Board Game Binge Podcast, hosted by James Staley, produced by James Staley and Mike Bruner, with original music by Nick Smith. If you would like to watch these interviews live, simply join the Facebook group Board Game Binge, and you'll get access to live interviews, giveaways, and interesting board game content from across the industry. I can't wait for you to join us. See you next time.